Hi, good evening. I'm here tonight with a woman who has become so close to my heart and she always makes me smile. But I guess I should introduce myself first, right? Just in case some of you don't know me. I'm Dr. George Andow, and you are joining a journey through into awareness. So the show tonight, we entitled it, A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. So I thought about the word path. Do we need to find a path? Does the path find us? What do we mean by path? Is path with a capital P? I know that God found me. Did I want to be found? Did I desire God? Is the path with a capital P? And is the path with God? Yes, yes, and yes. So, I know that God seeks us constantly. And God seeks us out. Out of what? God seeks us out of our sleepwalking state that we've been trained to be asleep. One of the readings today was very much about this and about Jesus calling us to be awakened to what? To what goes on in our interior world Because it is that place in us that gets in the way of us awakening to the already existing path that we call God, mystery, universe, living within. Everything that we have lived growing up in our early years pre-talking, And from our ancestors, our DNA, we were trained by that. And we were made to believe about ourselves, our lives, in us. And all of these many perceptions, actually many distortions, that sort of put us to sleep. Why did they put us to sleep? They put us to sleep because innately we knew that it wasn't the vibration from which we've come. So instead of feeling that disconnect, we all sort of went to sleep. I knew from the time I was little I had to wake up. My dear new friend, Judy Miller, said to me, what makes us light up is what God wants for us and us and through us and are the gifts that God gave us. Well, I was always lit up. And as a little girl, I had energy running circles around at 360 degrees. And I was told to not do that. And I was made to feel bad, shameful, and guilty about wanting to do that. So what did I do? And by the way, when we look at all of this, there's no blame or shame. And we're not hiding behind it. We just look at it like looking into the darkness so we can see what's there. But all of the energy I had and how I found everything interesting and was so inquisitive about, um, I stuffed and I became withdrawn and angry. And did you know that anger 
is a cover-up for true sadness and sorrow. So, Judy Miller, my friend and colleague, she wrote this book. Perfect. That's an incredible book. And you know me by now, those of you that tune in, that I'm not here to sell people's books. I'm not even an advocate of self-help books. But I am an advocate of this book. And so let's meet the woman who wrote it. And a privilege that she's here on my show with me. And we're going to have a conversation about all of this tonight. So, Judy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for saying yes. Appreciate it so much. Georgian, it's so wonderful and such an honor to be here. I loved your introduction. So much deep thought and so much heart in there. I love it and I love you. <laughs> I love you. We're friends. So, so I don't know about you, Judy, but like I was saying, you know, I always felt lit up and I still feel lit up. And there's not enough hours in the day to do everything I want to do and and just be with and love. And I love to love. And I was always made to feel badly about that. Anything ring true for you? I think that's wonderful that you're always lit up. I think that's why so many of us enjoy looking at young children, because young children, everything is new. And I believe that what lights us up are the clues that God has given us. Our passions are the clues that God gave us. They're like breadcrumbs that lead us to our purpose in life. So I think it's important to continue to remember what lights us up. I love that, breadcrumbs. I love that. That's great. Yes. And so, you know, we, we, we had a conversation the other day. We said so much. Um, and we were talking about the different contrasts. And you were talking about how the contrast creates the clarity. And I loved that. Can you talk? What do you mean by that? The contrast creates the clarity. So I truly believe in heaven. Everything is perfect. And we can't experience the magnificence of who we are without the contrast. So we actually come to earth to experience everything, the good and the bad, the light and the dark, the hot and the cold, because in that contrast, we get the clarity. We awaken to the true essence of who we are. And, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that we talked about last time also was that all of this will awaken, right, to the magnificence of who we are. We can't get it wrong. We only do it long. And so many of us wait until our deathbed to awaken to who we are. You know, and we and we talked about this also in the conversation we'll have tonight. Um, I look around and I work with a lot of people, and I know you do too. Um, life is difficult, you know, and it doesn't have to be. And that is the first line of M. Scott Peck's book, A Road Less Traveled, right? An oldie book goodie. And um, I look around at everyone, especially in this time of COVID, and um, people really look very downtrodden and and unhappy and sad and burdened. And, you know, when I, um, you know, I've learned, you know, I'm an old girl. I've been at this for a long time. And one of the reasons that I don't like books and you know your book is not like that but is that the self-help books sort of bring people to a place that this is how you do it this is what you need to do and if you're not if you do it or if you don't do it or if you do it and you're not arriving then you're doing something wrong and people can many times feel worse which i love because your book is not that message at all um but we can't do it wrong. That's right. Because when you think about it, we learn from our mistakes. We learn from not getting it right. We don't learn from getting it right. And is there even a right and a wrong? I think that, quote, there's only a wrong when we turn away from God. 
And we know when we're turning away from God because we all have that conscience in us. We know because we feel out of sorts with ourselves. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I don't think we can get it wrong. Absolutely. And, you know, for most of my life, I struggled trying to prove myself, trying to prove my worth in the world. And what I discovered on the journey was that we were all born worthy. There's nothing to prove. And, you know, when we let go of that story that we have to prove who we are, life becomes so much more easy. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And, you know, what I, what I tell people is that oftentimes the stress and the angst that we have in life are the expectations that we place on ourselves. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's true. I know I place a lot on myself. I, I, I want to get, I want to get a lot done and I expect, and I have in life and I expect a lot of myself and I drive myself because there's so much I want to do. And I feel like I'm always playing catch up Mm -hmm. when you know, I'm just in the process now of looking at it and thinking, what can I put down? What can I put down? It's a hard question. Right. So, you know, there's so much to do. And I truly believe that if you follow your heart and what lights you up, those are the things that will move you forward in life. Those are the things that will bring you joy, happiness, love, and success is following those breadcrumbs. You know, a great thing to do is put your hand on your heart heart and what's the most loving thing that I can do for myself right now. So if you have a massive list of things to do, what's the most loving thing that I can do for myself right now? And that's how I try to guide my life because our mind creates so many things for us to do. Yes. Because then right away you hear, yes, I'd love to take a nice hot bath, but I have this list to make and I've got to answer this email and return these phone calls. And Because I can't let anyone down. Mm -hmm. I can't let anyone down. And why can't you let anybody down? Because I know what it feels like to be let down. Mm. And also, I am a woman of my word. And I think that all we are is our word. And I take it very seriously that if I say I'm going to do something, to do it and get it done. And in the beginning was the word, and the word and the was word God. Was, I love that. We're <laughs> going to come right back with that. I love that. We'll be right back with Judy Miller. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in tonight. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. 
the personal experiences of what's worked and maybe more importantly what hasn't worked. So that's seven o'clock every Thursday evening. The mind behind leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back. I'm Dr. George Andow, and this is A Journey Through, and we're here tonight with Judy Miller, author of Perfect. We're talking tonight and having a conversation about the incredible things in that book. So we, we left off with, and I, and I always phrased it was from Genesis, but it was actually from, um, I think, the book of John, Matthew. But it was, you know, and the word was with God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Mm-hmm. And the word is Jesus. The word is the Christ. The word is, has, always was, always will be. And lives in us. And what Jesus did on that cross and gave his life and what God used it to give us a whole new consciousness that we're able to tune in and tap into a new vibration that lives in us. It's like a tuning fork that we have the ability from where we've come to awaken to tap into, hear, and walk with that hearing that special tone. Yes, I can tell you want to say (laughs) something. That's great. Please. No, I was going to say absolutely. I believe the creator, the God of our understanding, flows into us as universal life energy, as energy. Yes. And everything is just energy. The table is energy. It's just vibrating at different frequencies, exactly what you're saying. Yes. And the stories and the labels and the judgments that you were referring to before and the traumas that we carry from this lifetime, maybe previous lifetimes from our ancestors, they get stuck in our energetic field. And you might want to call it gunk. And that gunk distorts our ability to see the world. So like when you put on rose-colored glasses, everything looks pink. Well, it's the same way. When we have this energetic gunk, these stories, these labels, these judgments that aren't true, it distorts our reality of the world and we can't see everything properly. And what it also does, it prevents the light of grace from actually coming into us and reaching our hearts. And, you know, one of the questions you, one of the comments that you said to me the other day was, why do we only get glimpses? It's because we have that energetic gunk and so much of our stories aren't true. And, you know, we gave an example the last time we spoke that when you feel, you know, dryness in your throat or your heart's pounding or you're fluttering in your stomach, you can call that nervousness, but you could also call that excitement. And it's the same with tears. George Ann, have you ever cried? <laughs> I take that me. as yes. <laughs> take that as I'm yes. laughing because I have the gift of tears. I cry all the time because I feel loved so much. Exactly. Crying is just the movement of energy. So when I cry, I can cry because I'm sad and I can cry because I'm happy. Yes. It's the labels that we put on it that determines our lives. Yes. So if we want to see life as it really is, if we want to see the magnificence of who we truly are, we have to let go of that gunk, those stories, those labels and those judgments that don't serve us. Absolutely. And that's why I truly, and I know you do individual work also, why I've committed my life to the psychoanalytical, psychospiritual, because when we don't have awareness, and that's why it's called a journey through, 
because there's no book, there's no page, there's no course. You have to move through your own story, your own trauma to be able to figure out for yourself what the hell is going on. What's going on in me? What's going on that I don't see? So important because when, again, we're not blaming anything, whatever we were brought up around, whatever DNA we're carrying, it is like Velcro. It covers, it's like a sheer film of Velcro that, like Judy says, what you said, gunks up the realities of what's there, which is light, hope, possibility. And when we were talking about the crying so many times, you know, I'll, I'll cry out of I feel depthfully and I cry every day. Um, and people say, oh, my gosh, you're so depressed. Or they'll say, oh, don't cry. Oh, I feel so sad. Don't cry. I'm not crying because I'm sad. <laughs> I'm crying because I'm joyful. I'm crying because I feel so deeply and that's perfect because they're just sensations in our body. Yes. We don't have to create labels for them because oftentimes we create negative labels that don't serve us. The human mind always goes to the negative first. And I believe the human mind goes to the negative first because it's here to keep us alive. It's here for survival. So yeah. what could potentially harm us? And, you know, 80% of our thoughts are negative. And I believe it's because of survival. It's the survival mechanism. But I believe, as we talked about, our mind doesn't always tell the truth. I believe the body tells the truth. And I believe it's through our bodies and through our hearts that we actually access the creator. Love that, Judy. You know, when you look at it, if people do not, and we're here to offer love and hope, if we do not come to become aware of what is in the way, it will manifest itself in the body as disease. Mm -hmm. However, if we do do the inner work and pray and whatever it is that you're drawn to, to move whatever is in the way out of the way and get that what might be a stumbling block is really a stepping stone then we will manifest health. Mm -hmm. And that's what healing ourselves is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our body is infinitely intelligent. And the things that we don't process and the things that we hang on to literally get stuck in certain parts of our body. It's issues in our tissues and it manifests as pain or sickness. I right? love that. Yes. Yeah. So many of us breathe in the upper lobes of our lungs. Many of us breathe in our chest. And that also triggers fight or flight. And we wonder why we're always stressed out and anxious in our lives because that's how we're breathing. So I invite people to actually breathe in their belly. And even if they can't do it all of the times, just do it sometimes. And a great way to do it is just put your hand on your belly and just breathe in and feel your belly expand. So when you inhale, your belly's actually expanding. When you exhale, you're actually bringing your navel back to spine. And what that does is it brings you back into your body. It grounds you, centers you. It lights up that creativity that's so important because I believe we are all the creator and it's important for us to create. God right? creates. God creates what continues to create. Right. God creates what continues to create. Think of flowers. Think of seeds. Mm-hmm. Right? We're no different. We are creatures. We are uh, parts of creation. We are parts of the body of Christ. And, you know, those of you that are Catholic, if you didn't listen to my first episode, I was baptized Lutheran and we never went to church. I, I, uh, God called me to Catholicism and I joined being a Catholic and I love being Catholic. I do. And my passion is the psychological commentaries of the gospel. That's why I got so excited in the readings to just quickly 
share with you the first page of this reading this morning by Richard Rohr. Um, he talks about the spiritual journey is a constant interplay between moments of awe followed by a general process of surrender to the moment. We must first allow ourselves to be captured by the goodness, truth, or beauty of something beyond and outside of ourselves. We are called to open up and to recognize the depth of what lives within us to be made free and open to receive God's love in all creation. The ego resists the awe while we will insist and resist any surrender to God's love. Now, why is that? Mm, That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Why is that? Richard Rohr has the Center for Action and Contemplation. I'll send you that website. He's incredible. He's a priest. He's a Franciscan. And um, Franciscans are great because they're very open. Um, And I, I took, there were two courses with him, two classes I was able to take with him. But, you know, it's the Center for Action and Contemplation. And you can get his readings, his daily readings online. Mm-hmm. But he and some of the other um, people I've heard of and studied with um, absolutely speak of and reveal the psychological, the psychology within the gospel readings. Because Jesus, Jesus is the one to emulate. Mm-hmm. And he lived in a way that we're called to follow. Jesus never said, worship me, although at a reverence, of course, we love to do that. And I love the Lord. Jesus said, follow me. And that's a lot harder, mm-hmm. it's a lot harder, because we are asked to really delve deep and move through that which is in the way of that love that's always there. Mm-hmm. So I'm being told that we're going to take a quick break And we'll be right back with Judy Miller. Thank you for joining us tonight. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. 
Hi, welcome back to A Journey Thrill. I'm Dr. George Andow, and uh, my very special guest tonight is Judy Miller. And, um, you know, there is so much about love in this book. And, Judy, is there a segment of the book you'd love to share? Because there's so much in it. Sure. So it is It is a lot about love because I believe that the way that we access the creator, or if you're not religious, the way that we access the miracles in our lives is through our hearts. And so many of us are in our heads that we were talking about before, yeah. just because of all the things that we have to do and the contrasts in life that we see that, you know, breathe in that belly. And one of the things, you know, just to continue what we were saying is what I teach people to do is if you imagine that there's a central channel that goes down the, the center line of your body, you could imagine it as one huge fluorescent light bulb. And what you do is you start above your head, maybe six inches above your head, and you breathe in the life force of the universe down through that channel into your heart. And then you exhale down into the earth, about two feet down into the earth. And you're just imagining this. Then you breathe two feet up from the earth into your belly. And then you exhale up the channel, up into universal life force. So what I believe it does is it gets our energy moving. Exactly what you said, Georgian, earlier. Everything is just vibrating in a different frequency. And I found in my life that when I was stuck, my energy wasn't moving. So by doing these breaths up and down your channel, you're bringing in the divine into your body. You're getting out of your head and into your body, and you're connecting into the earth. And you're helping marrying heaven and earth together. Love that. That's great. And the importance of walking barefoot when you can. Absolutely. Putting your feet on the earth. On the earth. Right. On the earth. And, you know, sometimes when I drive along and I look and my heart breaks because it's like we're just we're just paving over Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just paving over all the building, knocking down trees. And, you know, my I can I can I'm I'm, I'm like crying with Mother Earth that Mm -hmm. there's just so much uh, destruction of her going on. Mm. And you know, anyway, I could get, I could go off the topic, but get. <laughs> no, I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. And you know, on the last show that we had, we went through an exercise of opening our heart, opening our heart by imagining loving situations that we've encountered and actually feeling that love in our bodies. Right. And then magnifying that two times, 10 times more. And the only reason I bring that up is because We can anchor that to something in our lives. So you can anchor it to an object, a picture, a song. I actually anchor it to the words, I love you, God. So whenever I say, I love you, God, I'm instantly back in that moment where my heart feels expansive. And I'm not suggesting that everybody do that. Feel that sensation of love in every cell of your body and create an anchor for yourself. Memorize what that feels like. Put your hand on your heart and say, this love is for me and memorize that. And Georgian, I know that you've gone through a similar experience that I have. But once you experience the love of the creator, you will never forget it. And the love that we can generate for ourselves in any moment and any time without having to worry about anyone or anything, that's just a segment, a fragment of the love that actually exists for all of us. Isn't it incredible? You know, how I met Judy was um, I've been given names of people that would like to be on my show. And they gave me a group of names and I went through the list and I saw Judy's name and um, I was drawn to it immediately. (laughs) And when we spoke for the first time, we both had similar experiences. Those of you that um, didn't listen to my first show when I talked about my journey, my story of quote awakening was we were both uh, Judy and I, of course, different lives, different places, but her experience and my experience, we were in, church and all of a sudden we were able to feel this depth of love out of 
nowhere, out of the air. And of course, it's nowhere. It's God. But and and it doesn't have to happen in church. It can happen anywhere. I've spoken to people. Um, it happens anywhere. I was sitting on a plane once and uh, waiting for it to take off, and all of a sudden. I felt this connection with everybody on the plane, this deep love and connection. I knew nothing about them, but you see, we come from, we come from love. God made us. God is love. So we come from that. So that's what is in us. That's what is through us. That's what God wants us to live out of. And like I said, and like Judy is saying, what we were brought up around and our ancestors, all of this, is like the crud that got in the way from our very early years in belief systems about ourselves and life that gets in the way of that love. It's like you have this incredible globe of light and somebody just puts a drape over it. That's all that's happening. But like Judy, you said, everything is energy. And that sounds so metaphysical, like, yeah, man, everything is energy. But it's not. If you study science at all, everything is made up of electrons, protons, and neutrons, right? We all know this, Mm -hmm. right? So all of those particles make up the atom, and atoms make up everything around us, including us. And including this table that appears to be solid. (laughs) Yes. And if you, if you look at a tree and I love to do, I love this. You look at a tree and all the branches, it's like our, our lungs, all the bronchioles in our lungs. we're, We're all, everything's connected. Everything's connected. Just incredible. I get so excited about it. It lights me up. (laughs) And you know, I know that sometimes this is hard for people to grasp, but I believe that every situation in life is just awakening us to who we are. Sometimes we get so ingrained and so stuck in that particular event that we don't realize what is the benefit, what is the message, what is the lesson for us to learn? Because everything is here in service to us and for us. Yes. A friend of mine who is no longer with us, she died very young. She used to say to me, um, because she cried, you know, she would always pray for me that I would come to know um, Jesus. And um, she used to say, God is not interested in how comfortable you are, George Ann. God is interested in the development of your soul. Yes. And God doesn't want us to suffer. But because of what we're talking about, that just automatically goes along with it because we hold on so tight we hold on to those belief systems we hold on to what defines us but the only thing that really defines us is love Mm -hmm. and there's um there's nothing to fear except fear because if we live out of fear it blocks the love but the love is always there Mm -hmm. it's like a fish it's like a fish asking where the water is Absolutely. So I think the most dangerous aspect of a situation is not necessarily the event. It's the stories that we create around the events. And exactly what you were saying, we repeat those stories over and over hundreds, even thousands of times until it becomes stuck. It becomes our identity. And then George Ann, as you know, we become too afraid to let go of them. Yes. 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 Especially if as children, Let's say, for instance, we, be, we, be, we got the acknowledgement and the love from um, being smart. Now, we go through, we, we don't do any inner work, and all through our lives, we focused in on being smart, getting it right, getting get grave, grades, um, and now adults come to us, and we're the answer man, and we have the answers, and we help everybody with things. As we get older... And we don't want to do that anymore. It's very challenging because we cling to that because we always had it define us as who we were. But Mm -hmm. we're not that. Just like we're not our feelings. Feelings are things we have. We're not our feelings. Our feelings Mm -hmm. don't define us. Nothing defines us except God in us and love. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting. I have so many comments on what you say that I have to but remember please. all the different things. Yeah, I know. I know. Me too. I know. <laughs> but, you know, when you were talking about children, they've done studies where in schools they take a group of children and they tell the teacher that these children are exceptional. But they're not. They're just normal kids that they took and put in the class. And the teacher, by thinking that there were exceptional students based on expectations, they actually scored higher than other students. I just find that absolutely amazing. I love that. Yes. Right. So and the, the the early training about the belief systems, that's why our perceptions, most of them are distortions mm-hmm. based on what we heard and saw growing up. And that's why I say the body tells the truth. Because I believe, and we talked about this too, I believe that the soul talks to the body. But so many of us are not listening. And, you know, we we want this tonight and all my shows to be about hope, you know, so that who's ever listening can walk away tonight and feel more hope. Because as someone that was not always awake, and believe me, I am not saying I go through life like I got it all together. That's not true at all. But be, but I, I, the only difference is that is the, from those of us that do the work is the only difference is we know and accept what we're not. Mm-hmm. And we pray and open ourselves up to constant possibility of what is. That's the only difference. Mm-hmm. That's it, and you know we're, what made me. You know sorry. what made me. It, what made me think of. It made me think of something yes. when you were saying that. So in the Bible, when Moses asked God, "What is His name?" Uh, do you recall what the answer was? Yes, He said, "I am." Right. So I am that I am. Right. So I any, am that I am. Anything that we put after "I am." is so powerful. But mm-hmm. most of us say, "I am different. I am worthy. I am not enough." So we need to change that inner dialogue. Yes. I am beautiful. I am the creator. I am a child of God. Whatever empowering statement you want to say. I love it. That's so good, Judy. Absolutely. And and even if the voice behind it says, oh, you're just saying it because you heard the lady on the radio show say, (laughs) say, oh, no, that's um, I'm not going to listen to that and change the channel back to I am enough. I am perfect. Exactly, exactly. We'll be right back with Judy Miller. We have a lot more to come tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Dr. George Andow, and this is A Journey Through Into Awareness. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back. I'm Dr. George Andow, and we're here with Judy Miller. So, yes, so hope. Those of you listening, what do you hope for? What do you hope for? What do you pray for? And and Judy and I aren't talking about, you know, a car or winning the lottery, although you could do that if you want. You know, what I'm always aware of and have always been aware of, why that is, I don't know you. I don't know why, is that it's never about, I have no interest in praying for any physical thing that. I know you can have all those things and just be so unhappy and empty. So I think we all need a purpose. And like Judy started saying at the beginning, I think it's really important to find out what lights you up and go with that. And intuitively, I could feel that some of you might feel, well, whatever it is that I like to do, I like to paint, I like to sculpt, I like to, I can't make any money at that. Well, that's exactly what Judy and I are talking about. Listen to what you tell yourself about that. Mm-hmm. And also, it doesn't have to be either or. You know, right. you can still be creative and paint and draw and write, but still make a living to support yourself and your family and those that you love. Right. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And I believe we need to create because we are a creative life force. And exactly what you said, Georgianne, earlier, when we don't create, it could stagnate in our bodies as pain or sickness. And, you know, since we're talking about creation, you know, before the break, we talked about the importance of what we put after I am. And so many of us, you know, think about the things that we want in life, but we're often thinking about it. And I believe the angels or our guides or the God of our understanding can't sift through those 60,000 thoughts we're having every day to figure out truly what we want. So I recommend that you speak it into existence. Say it out loud. It gives a certain clarity. It has a certain vibration when you claim that. Journaling is great. And I totally agree with you. Saying it out loud brings so much more power to than journaling. And journaling is great. It is about getting it out of the body. But when you speak it, pray it, say it out loud, speak it, I think it's quite, quite valuable. And it's taken me a long time. And I'm really beginning, really just now, like I said before, I'm an old girl and I and I like being an old girl. Um, I, you know, I've been at this. I, I put myself in analysis at 16 and, you know, I made my conversion at 33 and Jesus showed me that I've always known Jesus. But before that, I was studying, you know, Hindu, Buddhism. I studied some Judaism. I have a background in theology, yada, yada. Um, but really, I'd say just in the past year, maybe a little more, am I able to really experience, I should say in the past year and a half, I am trusting what I've always known I was experiencing, but not trusting. I'm trusting now. And that is that still small voice, which is God in us, living through us, speaking 
to us. And like Judy said, the angels. And I used to say, when I used to hear that, I used to think, give me a break. angels." <laughs> but I have to tell you, honestly, I know now from delving into scripture that it's not a story. It's real. And just because it was 2,000 years ago or more, it doesn't mean it's not there. It is. And the, and the word angel from the original Greek text means messenger. And when we think about it, the angel Gabriel came to Mary to announce that she would be carrying the infant Christ. She didn't know he was the Christ. Christ is not Jesus' last name. Christ is God incarnate, creator, creator of all things. So you can, quote, worship creation, but let us not forget that there's a God who created all of that. Mm -hmm. And our angels and our guides and the God of our understanding is around us in every moment. Every moment. And, you know, 85% of what humans process comes through our eyes because that's how we're trained to do it. But if we just was still and quiet for a moment and just sensed and felt into the situation, we could actually feel and sense them. Just close your eyes periodically and you can actually experience the world much more differently. Yes. We have 10,000 more times sensory and feeling receptors than we do motor receptors in our body. But we rely only on our eyes and we don't trust and we don't believe in what we feel and sense and can't explain without seeing it. Yes. Oh, surrounded. That's such a good point. That's such an important point everyone. And again, I've asked you, if you have questions about anything that goes on in the show, please, um, you can uh, email me, um, exaltim9 at optimum.net. Um, Judy is judy.miller. So it's uh, Judy, J-U-D-I, Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R, dot net. Okay. And I am, my website is drgdau.com, drgdau.com. So, and that's why, you know, there's so much talk about meditation. And, you know, I know some of my students um, would say, oh, I don't like to meditate because, you know, I'm all that comes up is, you know, the jungle in my mind. And, you know, yes, that's right. But beyond and and that's all part of it too, because that's those are the pieces that we need to go through and watch. And in that is the still small voice. And the more we do that and practice that, the more we are in touch with this place in us where we're able to, like Judy said. With our eyes closed, tune in more to the depth, the core of the vibratory range that lives in us. We have about two minutes to end. Is there anything that, I mean, we could talk about this stuff forever, I know. But <laughs> is there anything that I might have left out that we want to leave, let the listeners take away? So, you know, we were talking about angels and guides before, and I said they're always here and they're always around us. And I talk about some of my experiences in my book. And the one that's so important for me, and I think it's just an important message for everyone, is that so many of us do feel abandoned. But if we knew we are never alone, never abandoned, we are always loved. If we knew who stood beside us in every moment, we would never be afraid. And I think that's so important for us to know and remember. That is so important, Judy. Thank you so much. It's important, and it's important for me um, to share continually with my patients because many people tell me all the time how alone they feel. So we have one minute, 
I could sit here with you forever, Judy. Um, shall we end in a quick prayer? Sure. Sounds beautiful. Would you like to say it or you want me to say it? I think you do such a beautiful job. Oh, love you, you just love me. That's right. <laughs> All right. So in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Loving God, you fill us with all things, with the fullness and hope that we can never comprehend. Thank you for leading us into a time where more of reality is being unveiled for us all to see. We pray that you will take away our natural temptation for cynicism, denial, fear, and despair. Help us have the courage to awaken to greater truth, humility, and greater care for one another. May we place our hope in what matters and what lasts, trusting in your eternal presence and love for us. Knowing, good God, that you are hearing us better, that we are speaking, we offer these prayers in all of the holy names of God. Amen. Amen. Judy, love you. Thank you you so much. And thank you all of you for tuning in. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Good night. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. you listeners looking to boost your business why not advertise on talk radio nyc with very reasonable rates interested simply send us a message on our website talkradio.nyc do you love or are you intrigued about new york city and its neighborhoods i'm jeff goodman host of rediscovering new york a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.